Welcome to another edition of San Joaquin Spotlight. This is a public affairs broadcast. We're airing on CMAC here recording out of the beautiful CMAC studios in downtown Fresno. We air on Comcast 93, AT&T 99. We're also on talk radio 1550 KXEX, that's in the Central Valley of California. Shout out to our friends in the Valley listening to this program. And finally, we're on podcast, Anchor FM, Spotify for podcasters on the San Joaquin Spotlight name. I'm your host, Sebag Tatiosian. And, you know, today I want to talk to somebody who, you know, I'm on Instagram, as you all know, and, uh, you know, I connect with a lot of listeners on Instagram, but somehow I got connected to somebody on Instagram and I kept seeing her posts and I'm like, wow, you know, this is a person that either loves life or, you know, is full of energy. And then I, I was on Instagram the other day and a story came up and a video came up. I go, that's it. I'm going to invite her on the program because I want the listeners to kind of hear from her. And then I read that she's got 8 million views on YouTube. We'll talk about that a little later. But first, let me introduce you to Lillian Tomasian. She is the co-founder of Tomasian Media Marketing Agency. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Hi to everyone listening. I really appreciate it. And it's it's amazing to be here. Thank you. So you're Southern California-based. I see the 818 number. I am. I am. Yes. So, you know, our audience members know that I was born in Glendale. Shout out to Glendale. But I was <laughs> raised in Fresno. So, um, Lillian, I want to ask you. So, like, I, you know, it makes sense that you're in a you're co-founder of a marketing agency because you're on Instagram. And so tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. So um, I've always been obsessed with the industry. So once it was 2009, I started, um, you know, doing my bachelor's in media and marketing and business. And all my essays at the time were about Facebook and how it's going to revolutionize the marketing industry and how everyone should be excited. So much to the point that my professor pulled me aside one too many times and it was like, Lillian, you need to write your essays about something else other than Facebook. And I'm like, so you have no idea. It's going to change the world, which it did. At the time, it was fairly new, obviously. Um, so once I, I got my bachelor's, I did my master's in media marketing. I was so fascinated with the entire platform that you know, I, 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 I want to say I started also YouTube at the same time. So 2009, I started just uploading videos, having no idea what I was doing. Um, one of my first videos went viral. I believe it was my second one. It was called how to become beautiful. And I guess people clicked onto it thinking it's a makeup tutorial, but it was about, you know, your inner beauty, treating people with kindness and love and respect. And when that went viral, a lot of companies started reaching out to me, um, asking me to work with them full time. So obviously I couldn't at the time because I was a university student and, you know, I'm also an Armenian dancer. So it was just like, I couldn't do that full time. So my brother and I recently, um, when I mean recent, I mean a few years ago, uh, opened an agency called Tomasi Media Marketing Agency. And so I'm, I do, I have two jobs now. I'm a full-time influencer, content creator in fashion, beauty, health, lifestyle. And then we run an agency. We have several clients in whether it's wellness, um, health, uh, you know, the medical industry, the restaurant industry, and we manage all their socials, we create content for them and market their, you know, businesses, but we also run our own. And um, yeah, so it's a bit chaotic on two sides of the fence, but, but I love it and I wouldn't have it any other way. And I, I wanted to ask you, you brought up something that I'm glad you did. You're an influencer. Like there's no, I was telling my wife about this interview and I go, 
she's an influencer because she's uploading stuff. I mean, people are following her. I mean, I don't know what the exact definition of an influencer is, but you realize that that's what you are, right? I mean, there's a lot of people who follow you on Instagram. Yeah, which is insane because I think the term influencer is like fairly new, but I, I, I never classified myself as an influencer, but in this day and age, I think, I guess that's what we're called. But I just love um, working with several different companies and whether it's a short-term campaign or a long-term campaign, creating goals for them and, you know, ticking off that list. And, and I, I find it so fascinating to do something that you love and get paid for it. The other day I was in a high school and I was talking to them about their future. And I, I emphasized to them, like, look, you're in the United States. I don't care what your background is, but the fact that you're here means you're doing better than a lot of the people around the world. And, and they, they grasp that, you know, there's a lot of opportunities here. Social media opens the door to so many things, right? I mean, you're in marketing. So tell us about the power of social media and how social media can help companies. I think social media has created a change that has been revolutionary in this day and age. Now you're literally one button away from talking to a company in Texas if you're in Sydney, vice versa if you're in like China, in like you can talk to someone, you know, across the world. It's insane the power that it's created. And I think because of that, people don't realize that the power is in their hands. You can wake up one morning and create a whole business from your laptop, from your phone, not even laptop. And I think that's what's so exciting. Of course, there's a sense of like it's, it's going to be overwhelming, but also the other side of things are that you're so powerful. You know, if you have the right mindset and if you're passionate about anything, as you mentioned, you, you we live in America, you can literally become who you, whoever you want to become by the end of the week, you know, um, but you, the power's in your hands. And I think if you have a clear vision and goals, why not chase them, you know? So like I, I, I explained this to a lot of people and you kind of touched on it earlier, like love each other, treat others as you want to be treated. I mean, these are some things that I think you live by just because your posts are positive. Yes, I definitely try to be. People always ask me, are, are you really like this in real life? I mean, my family thinks I'm crazy half the time, just naturally. But I, I just, I don't know, I've always been... Um, you know, growing up, my mom threw me in dance when I was like three, four. I just had so much energy. And um, well, thankfully that worked out because I love to do Armenian dancing. But at the same time, I think it's it's important. Why not? I think people forget we're on this earth for such a short time period that it's almost like, okay, I'll do this tomorrow. But like, if not now, when? That's one of my biggest mottos. If you're not going to do it right now, when are you going to do it? You know, life is only going to get busier. When No one's ever going to wake up one day saying, Okay, I'm 1,000% ready to either start this business, start this job, start this dream, start a family. You're never ready, you know? So if not now, when? That's just my motto. So your marketing agency, I love that, you know, you and your brother partnered and opened this marketing agency. Let's talk about that a little. The first day you're open, I'm yeah. sure now you're like, okay, here we go. This is our business. Yeah. You know, talk about the early on openings and some of your goals and the direction you're headed. We opened right before COVID um, officially because we were always we always worked with companies for 15 years, but right before COVID was official when we got the LLC and the branding and everything and the logo. So it was a chaotic time, as you can imagine, like right before COVID or during COVID, it was an insane time. It was something that it was, uh, you know, unprecedented and we, no one knew what, what was going to happen. Um, so companies were scared. They didn't want to, you know, sign a contract or they, no one knew what was going to happen. 
but it was definitely an interesting learning curve because it allowed us to understand how to think quick on our feet, how we can help people when literal businesses are shut down. We would, we would like, I remember one of our clients, it was, everything was timber shut because it was a chaotic time and we would sneak in from the back and film. And it was like what we would do for social media. Um, and yeah, it was definitely a very interesting time period, but I think with anything, once you start, no one knows the answers. There's no blue book to every single thing that you need to know. You learn as you go. And we came, of course, we came across many different like, you know, hurdles and what are we going to do in this situation? But, you know, I'm very grateful that my, you know, my brother's with me and I wouldn't have it with any other person. And we kind of go, go through it. We worked, you know, we worked through it. So you, you, and you take clients everywhere. So if people are listening to this program saying, you know, I want to reach out to them, I have a restaurant or, where, or whatever, I'm sure you'd assist them. Of course. So if anyone in Fresno is interested, definitely reach out to us on tomasimedia.com. And um, no, we, we love it because, I mean, that's like the power of social media. We have a team, so we can go out there. We we go, we visit clients uh, several times a month. And um, and it's, it's, it's definitely not just all, you know, over the internet and over Zoom. Uh, we definitely go like to physically meet them and everything and film there. Um, but yeah, whatever they need, we're here. We also offer a lot of online you know, uh, you know, audits and classes and Zoom meetings and um, and everything as well in between. So we, we definitely love to train wherever they are in the world. So I want to go back to YouTube a little bit because you've hit the over 8 million views uh, team or club or whatever you call that these days. But I, I mean, as I, there's a little bit, you post something on YouTube and if people don't watch it, then you're like, oh man, nobody's watching it. But then you post something and people watch it. Talk about that feeling. I mean, when you start looking at the YouTube video and you start seeing, man, there's a lot of people watching. What's going through your mind at the time? Well, I started at a time where it was not cool to be a YouTuber. I started at a time where no one was getting paid. Um, the YouTube partnership program didn't even exist. And a lot of the comments that I got when I began in 2009 was, why are you talking to yourself on camera in your room by yourself? So it was definitely a very different reaction to what it is now. Um, but I I found it fun. So my first thing was, you know, if you love what you do, just ignore the white noise. Secondly, when when I see numbers, I mean, it wasn't always like I, I, I remember, you know, when you go viral, people think you're just viral every time after that. It doesn't work that way. You can be viral one day, you can have nothing the next. And it's not about, you know, you, that's why you don't give up. You just continue doing what you love. And um and the right people will will find you. And if people are saying no, you're hitting the wrong door. So it's um yeah. I mean, I I never think about it like oh my gosh, this many people are watching me. But at the same time, I just you know it's crazy when people. I remember even at the time when YouTube was so new. I'm like, and and you could see where they were subscribing from. I remember very clearly. I was shopping one day and I was getting these subscribers after going viral that one that that first time. And I'm like, what? I didn't even know this country existed. Like it was insane. I'm like, where are these people finding me from? But that's like the power of the internet and you have to put out what you love. These are the messages. And I'm glad that we're having this conversation because again, I was talking to this high school the other day and one of the 17 year olds said, I want to be a barber and I want to be the best barber out there. I said, perfect. I said, you know what? Create your Instagram page, start showing off your work and you don't know who's watching. So whatever you post, it better be good because one day someone's going to see it and is going to be like, wow, 
I want to reach out to that person. I mean, are you seeing, I, I, LA is completely different than, uh, than Fresno. Maybe not so much, but in LA, you're seeing a lot of teens and youth at an early age blow up on social media. I mean, are you seeing that? Is that what you're watching? Yes, especially on TikTok. I think TikTok has completely changed the the game. YouTube was, you know, it's very it's long form content. So I think people get or would get bored. That like definitely even when I began, like ten over ten years ago. So it's like the editing, the filming. It it's very like um, it's not as overnight as TikTok is. TikTok, you can post something today and go viral tomorrow. And I think for mental health, I mean, that's a bit scary because especially at a young age, like you're exposed to the entire world. Yeah in a little phone so I think um sometimes it scares me I'm like I don't know what the next generation like what they're capable of doing like you have to be careful who they're interacting with how can you control something like this but at the same time I think if you have a, a right team around you and you you know your family's around you someone has to keep you grounded then you're okay because um I mean with my family my mom my mom always you know told me you can be doing whatever you want to do, but if in a year and like I had my master's, so she was like, I don't want your master's to go to waste. That was like the mentality at the time. She said, if you are not making enough income, then you have to get like a nine to five. We made a, we made a deal. And then now she, she works with me. Like now she helps me with my dad and my brother. So um, I think it's very important to have the right people around you, whether they're family or friends and to a, they keep you, you know, level headed and sane and they protect you, you know, so it's, it's a, it can be scary if you're exposed to so much at an early age, you know. And I'm, wow, you're, you're just reading my mind and I love it because the other day I was talking to a guy who just got into the spice making and trading world. And he said, I'm just getting off. I'm not making a lot of money. I said, well, you keep your nine to five then. I said, keep your nine to five. That will pay your bills. Anything around before that or after, hey, if you want it bad enough, Get ready. And if you need me to call you at four in the morning, I'm ready to call you at four in the morning. And it's I love that there are people like that out there that like, OK, these are the cards I'm dealt. I'm not going to pout. I'm just going to move forward. I'm going to push forward. So I, I want you to tell our audience it could happen. Right. Somebody can work nine to five to pay bills and after hours and before hours, they could do what they love. Oh, my God. A, a thousand percent. I remember at a time I was doing uni full time. I wasn't working exactly nine to five, but I had like a, uh, it was a, it was more than like a part-time job, I guess. Um, and I had a full-time job. And then I also was dancing and, you know, you have your social life and there's like this meme on Instagram, you have to drink your eight glasses of water too. And it keeps saying, so like all of this, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like what you do, it's not what you do nine to five that matters. It's what you do six to 12 a.m. That can change your life essentially. So, and, and I remember that, I remember, I mean, at the time I was like, is this even worth it? Like, what am I doing? when people, my friends would go to birthdays and I was home on a Friday or Saturday night editing videos. And a lot of that happened. Like I didn't go out with my friends as much as I wanted to because I was editing a video. And at the time they were like, you, you can do that tomorrow. I was like, no, I need to, this needs to be posted like tonight or tomorrow morning. So I, I think it's important to, um, you know, take a few setbacks in order to see the long-term goals become your reality. And it's not easy. And, you know, if it was easy, would you want it? You know, if it was handed to you, would you want, would that give you as much happiness and success? I don't think so. So it's definitely hard. We definitely have, have meltdowns, but that's like, it just adds spices to the chapters, you know? And that's the message. Like my kids, they're nine, eight and five. And in the car, they get a lecture from me, whether they like it or not. It's exactly. go out, work hard. You know what? Don't pout. Your friends have more, might have more than you. There's always going to be someone stronger than you. 
you know, but don't worry about that. You keep your nose down and you keep working hard. And you I are think, but sorry to cut up, but you, you you know what it is. I always say they can have more. They can. I mean, you're not. You're. Not, it's. It's not about being the smartest or the best, but no one's you. And I say that every day. No one, whatever they do, even if you give them the the recipe, they don't have that secret sauce. No matter whatever you're doing, if you're a chef, if you're a content creator, if you're a lawyer, if you're a, like whatever it is that you do. So I think that's like the beauty of it. Whatever they do, no one's going to do it exactly the way you do it, which is exciting to me. And at the end of the day, I mean, look, you just keep pushing. Like I tell this all the time to people, even those that have failed in businesses, like fail three, fail four, fail five, who cares? Get yeah. up, swing again, and you're going to hit that home run. And I love, like, as I get older and as I meet more people in this, you know, before, like I, I've talked about this, you know, when I went to law school, I didn't pass the bar exam a couple of times and I didn't pass it, not because I'm dumb or I'm, I didn't work hard enough. Like I didn't want it bad enough. I had a comfortable job. You know, I was doing a bunch of other things on the side. And this is like, don't be afraid to fail, folks. Like, take your shot. And if you strike out, that's fine. There's a new tomorrow ahead of you. You are, you are listening to San Joaquin's Spotlight, a public affairs broadcast we're airing on CMAC, Comcast 93 and AT&T 99 in the Fresno and Clovis area. We're on talk radio 1550 KXEX in the Central Valley of California. Shout out to Reedley High School. Reedley, I was there the other day having a good time with some of your students. And uh, thank you for those emails that you sent me. I got bombarded one morning with emails. So I appreciate you. I read all of them and I hope I responded to every single one of them. We're also on talk radio 1550 KXEX. We're on Anchor FM as well. Our guest this week is Lillian Tomasian. Now, Lillian is co-founder of a marketing company in Los Angeles. But the reason I wanted to invite her on is because, you know, I, I don't know how I connected with her on Instagram, but somehow like she, I kept seeing her posts and seeing her posts. And I said, you know what? I want to invite her on because I, I don't, I got a sense that she loves life. She loves what she's doing. And so, you know, here she is. So thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. So, the next generation. I'm big on the next generation because we're going to be old one day and these are the folks that are going to take care of us. What advice do you have for this up and coming generation? You know, look, let's let's completely be honest with stuff. Housing is expensive right now in L.A. In L.A., forget about it, folks. Like things are so high in there. And I was born there. I go there all the time. Housing is high. Costs are up. Gas is up. It's easy for the woe is me person to say, oh, it's too expensive. Life is tough. But the flip side of that coin is we have opportunities now where a kid shooting YouTube toy videos has become a multimillionaire. So what advice do you have for the next generation? I think, well, first of growing up in Australia, I just moved here a few years ago. So Australia is like more, 10 times more expensive. So it's insane. And I, that makes my like heart cry for anyone, even for like everyone. But I think I think it's so important, A, to love what you do. If you're doing something, whether it's for the views or for the money, whatever, like, you know, whatever you're doing, it, maybe let's reevaluate your goals. Um, I think if you love what you do, you're going to want to become the best version of yourself and, you know, hopefully help others around you. I think um, having, you know, it comes down to essentially having the right mindset, having a clean mindset, 
being you know surrounded by people that are going to want the best for you not just yes people around you yeah sure you can do whatever you want but and but also keeping in mind that if you you know if you hit a, a roadblock it's okay and that's completely fine to like take a pause reevaluate um i'm very big on uh you know not i'm not having something to fall back on but just having a few different options like that's why i you know i got my masters because i loved what i, I truly you know wanted to study more and write essays but you know find something that you love and figure out a way to make money from it get the education behind it whether it's an online course or you know traditional universities or colleges and just never give up i think a lot of people always say they ask me how i you know how i'm doing what i'm doing and i'm like I've been told no several times. Like I just, I knock on a different door, you know? So it's, um, if you, as you mentioned, if you love what you do so bad, you're not going to give up after five attempts. And, um, and actually that, the other day I was actually thinking about, um, you know, Kim Kardashian's brand KKW. And I'm like, it's so random because I was like literally doing the most random thing and he popped in my brain. I'm like, what happened to that? Like imagine creating a brand and that makes millions and just like closing it because the name changed. And it's so funny how she just bought it back with a different name literally two days ago. And I'm like, that's, that should be an example of like, if something doesn't work or if you have to shut down a brand because example of a divorce in her case, don't give up. She found a different way to do it. And that's just one example. Or like, for example, another Aussie, like Margot Robbie, she came here, she was told no so many times, but she just didn't give up because she she knew and like she actually mentioned this in this interview a few days ago she was like I was watching a soap opera from my living room and I'm like I could act better and she was talking about this actress and it's like you need to have that confidence in yourself to be like you can be the best version of yourself you know so if you have a vision I'm like who's who's to say you're not going to be the best in that industry go for it have the right people around you have the right mindset create your vision board I'm very big on vision boards and don't ever take no from anyone. Final thoughts on being organized too, right? I mean, as I get, whether it's work or whether it's business, whether it's even this show, like you got to be organized. Keep your thoughts organized, right? I mean, marketing, you probably tell folks, let's get you a little bit more organized. Always. I'm a very big poster person. I don't like putting anything. Um, I don't like typing things into my phone, like as a reminder or calendar. I'm very big on like, physically writing things down I have them if you see my office desk it's like a million post-it notes everyone's like you, you know there's like a notepad on the laptop I'm like no I need to physically see it and tear it up like tear it up once it's done um I'm very big on organization you have to be like if you have something due you have a deadline you have to be but I also think once you brain dump and you physically write things down you feel lighter you feel more clear-minded you feel like you can get to a, a, a to b quicker that's just me anyway um, and then having a nice clean space around you is a must for me. You know, and then, I, you know, as we're preparing for this interview, thank you for sending me some pictures that the audience members are seeing. I didn't realize that you even got interviewed by Patrick David, who, I mean, he's, that guy is all over the place and he's a great motivator too. And you hear him speak as someone who had a several failed businesses and, you know, he hit a home run, he kept trying. 100%. And yeah, he was, he's very, very sweet. And, you know, he he was on my YouTube channel and it's eye-opening when you see um, someone like that, um, you know, uh, to that caliber working and very like, you know, back-to-back uh, -back with his time and how he manages his time. So that was definitely very eye-opening as well. And those are, those are the things like, I, you know, as I got older, I started to realize, you know what, 
no, like there, there's no reason why you need to wake up at six to get to work at eight, wake up at four and get two hours in of stuff because the competitors, they're not waking up at four. I'll tell you that much. The people who are not driven are up at seven. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day. Oh, I don't get out of bed till seven. By the time I get to work, it's eight, but it's okay. I rush for that hour and that's fine. Like there's no like right or wrong answer here. It's just your competitors are up at four. I'm just telling you that. 100%. I, I always say like the best way to um like push, not push my button, but the, but the best way to get me going and like to be the most driven I can be is if I want something and I can't reach it, but someone else is getting that. I'm like, that's like, that, that'll do it. Like I'll wake up at three. I won't even sleep. <laughs> Well, I mean, we are running out of time this week on the program, but for our audience members in Fresno and in the Central Valley of California, I mean, what are your final thoughts that I know you haven't visited yet, but if you ever do, let me know. Would love to kind of show you the downtown area of Fresno and Clovis. We have a lot of great small towns around here as well. What are your final thoughts? Um, well, first, I would love to come visit Fresno, one hundred percent. I'll let you know. Secondly, I think my final thoughts are: you know, we're on this earth for such a short, short time period. Um, it's crazy. It's such a short chapter of our lives. So, whatever you know makes you get out of bed, whatever makes you smile, whatever makes you happy, do that. Um, figure out a way to make money from it. Honestly, chase your passion. Have good people around you, and no one should tell you no. And if they're telling you no, they're telling you no from their own experience. They literally are not in your shoes. So take that into a positive and just run with it. Like, you know, um, what else? I would say my, my biggest thing I always say is um, dreams come to those who have the power to give them life. So if something came to you, it's come to you for a reason. Give that dream life, you know, before it dies. So um, you got this. And if no one believes in you, I believe in you. Excellent way to end. Finally, if you can tell us about your marketing company, you help businesses grow, expand. What are some things you help businesses with? So we do everything from social media management to marketing, SEO, graphic design, logo design creation. Um, we do auditing. We have courses, um, short-term, long-term. So there's so many things that we do. If they, if anyone wants to reach out to us, I'm more than happy to help them, whether it's from my Instagram, at Lillian Tamasian or tamasianmedia.com or my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tamasian. We're here to help and we'd love to jump on a call with them or a Zoom with them to make their dreams into their reality. You have been listening to San Joaquin Spotlight, a public affairs broadcast airing on CMAC, Comcast 93 and AT&T 99 in the Fresno and Clovis area. We're also on radio, talk radio 1550 KXEX to the Central Valley of California and on podcast Anchor FM, which was a Spotify for podcasters company on the San Joaquin Spotlight name. Our guest has been Lillian Tomasian. She is the co-founder of Tomasian Media Marketing Agency, co-founded it with her brother down in Southern California, but has reach all over. If anybody needs anybody needs any assistance in marketing, go ahead and give her a call. I was your host, Sevag Tatiosian. Thank you for tuning in. Tune in next week to a new edition.
This program was made possible in part by FaceLogic Essential Skin Care and Spa in Clovis.